Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in again. Um, this is episode three of Mom of Three. And this is actually going to be a little bit different because it's going to be a recently added idea for this episode, um, different than what I had in mind. Because what happened was um, my husband listened to the last episode, which was about us and how it all started. He absolutely loved it, and he was pretty much laughing um, listening to it, but then he tells me, wait, there's so much more here. <laughs> um, he's like, we've been through so much in all these years. You can't just leave it all out. And then he was telling me that a lot of people need to hear the details about our journey because a lot of people don't have faith in love anymore and don't believe in relationships for that matter. And you know, I was thinking, I'm like, he's right, because this generation is definitely different when it comes to dating, building a relationship, faithfulness, and all of that. Because I, myself, I remember hearing stories from my single friends, and they would, you know, tell me their stories, and their dating scene was just not pretty. Um, so he was saying that sometimes people need to hear what it took and what the hardships were to, you know... Got, basically get us where we are today. Um, so I'm going to dive in a little deeper here and give you guys a little more detail about our history. So I don't want to make it too long and I told him I was afraid of making it too long and that's why I didn't want to go into like deep deep details but um, hopefully you know you guys will all be still tuning in while I get into it. Um, but it's a messy, beautiful, stressful, amazing, and all the in-between type of journey, <laughs> basically. Um, so when my husband and I met, like I said in my last episode, we were both in relationships, okay? But, um, you know, we were kids. We weren't, we weren't in, I mean, they were semi-serious, but um, they were you know, we were in high school, so we weren't taking it that seriously. But at the same time, you know, um, yeah, like I remember that relationship and he remembers his relationship as well. But we always had something for each other regardless. So we were in high school and because he was in a relationship with someone that ended right before him and I got together, um, a lot of people and friends of ours even were against us being together, all together. So I felt like we had to fight to be together a lot of the time. And I think even the fact that I am a different race than him had a lot to do with it. And whether people like to admit it or not, I definitely could sense that was part of the problem with some people. And even to this day, just when we're together, I can see by the approach and the expression on people's faces, especially strangers, when they see us together, I can see that it can make them feel uncomfortable or I, I, you just sense it. Um, and it's sad that even to this day, some people still kind of feel that way, but I mean, you can't, you can't control how people feel, right? So it's just, you know, th those thoughts, you, you can just tell that it's, it's going through their head. And even though there's a lot of biracial relationships and families, people still think that way. So, you know, unfortunately that's the case. And anyway, so 
whether, like I said, I people like wanted to admit it, that was part of the problem. And we had a lot of arguments between us because of other people, actually. And we, we let a lot of outside influence get in the way at one point. So we kept going in spite of all that. We finished high school and um, we were still together and we both started college. Then things started to get really rocky. So I actually started school at um, University of Toronto and we were spending less time together because of our schedules and all of that. Um, it just got really busy. And then we were breaking up and getting back together constantly, but our relationship for the most part was pretty unsteady. Um, and it got to the point where we ended up actually seeing other people and we were just on and off for, I would say about a year or so. And, um, we definitely broke each other's hearts knowing that we were seeing other people and there was a lot of fighting and just painful arguments between us because like I said, we weren't completely out of each other's lives, but you know, we were still seeing other people in between because we just didn't know what was happening between us, basically. Um, and I think a part of us wanted to go out and experience because we were, you know, we were getting into a lengthy relationship and it wasn't, you know, we weren't doing well, basically. We were constantly, like, there was a lot of tension, there was a lot of arguments, a lot of fighting. We weren't getting along, so... I think we both sort of said, okay, we want to experience other things. And we did. And I personally think that it's necessary for all relationships to sort of have that, I don't know, I guess you call it a break in between, but it's just, I mean, to be with someone, you know, for the rest of your life. Some people you know, they've got together when they were kids, they've only been with that person and that's it. They never veered off into any other direction. But I think it's necessary, especially if you're in a relationship like ours, where it started very, very young and we were like kids and we were starting to grow up together, that, you know, you have those experiences to sort of teach you and show you like, what is it that you really want? Because then you're always left wondering, pretty much. And it just, it doesn't really show you anything besides just only that person that you've been experiencing life with. So, I don't know. This is coming from my own experience. But I think what we went through, the, the, the breakups that we had and the veering off in different directions that we had was so necessary for our growth, um, for our, like, reconciling of our relationship and to sort of appreciate each other and and to make it better and stronger between us because we needed to experience other other things and be with other people to finally decide you know like where our mind is where our heart is you know so I'm not going to make this too long but that's that's basically um now that I'm looking back at it I think that's that's the reason why all of that was happening. So, yeah, we did give each other a lot of pain. I, I will say that because of those experiences. But I ended up going into like a depression where I couldn't focus on school anymore. And I had to take a break because of my mental health. So many of my friends and family told me 
to just move on and to leave him for good, to not allow him to hurt me this way. But my heart was still stuck on him. And even though, yes, he did hurt me many times, it wasn't like in one direction only. It wasn't just him. I definitely caused my share of pain and agony towards him as well. And we had a lot of turmoil, but we always wanted to be together and make it better. And we always had a yearning passion between us where we couldn't really be without each other. I mean, even when we were broken up and I would be out with my friends, living a single life, having fun with my girlfriends, whatever it was, I always still wanted to call him at the end of the night. I even wanted to go and see him at the end of the night. <laughs> and I would end up at his house. That's, that's how it was. I was always drawn to him time and time again, as much as I tried to forget him and move on. And I could say it was the same for him because he would do the same when we were, let's say days went by and we weren't speaking. Um, I would see a message from him or he would call me, um, things like that. So anyways, I ended up stopping my programs at UFT and I decided to start working full time. Um, I mean, I don't know if it was just because of that, because I was having a really hard time with the program that I was in. I wasn't focused and I just, I, I actually didn't have interest in it, interest in it anymore. And I just wanted to, to just stop what I was doing. Like I, I wanted to sort of leave um, that, you know, part of my life because just going to, going to school and going through that routine, it just was too difficult for me. So I wanted to do something different and just work full time and then figure out, um, where, where I want to go with school after. So during that time we were on and off still, but we were still kind of (laughs) together. So like, you know, when the people say it's complicated, yeah, it was complicated. So we weren't always getting along, but we were trying to repair the relationship. And so like we took vacations together and we tried to revive what we had. So we took our very first vacation together um, in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. And it was one of our favorite spots. We had like lots of amazing memories there. And it's one which my husband to this day still talks about where he drank Mama Juana, if anybody knows what that is. A very, very strong drink in the Dominican, um, that's pretty much like homemade, um, in the Dominican, but, um, it ended up, he ended up partially unconscious in the pool. Okay. Not even lying. But then he ended up in like a fetal position in our hotel room while I was like, okay, we need to go to dinner. Get up. Anyway, (laughs) it was pretty, it was pretty bad because he took, he took, I think one too many shots of it. And then, yeah, that, 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 that was it. So, Definitely fun times, but anyway, fast forward a bit, I ended up going back to school, um, but to a different one where I finished a program um, and graduated and ended up in my current career, which is in physiotherapy and rehabilitation, which to this day, I still um, love that job. So during those times, our relationship grew stronger. We both finished school. We We both started working full time. We grew older and we matured as well because a lot of our problems in our relationship were happening like between the age of 20 and 25. But I can say after 25, we wanted to settle down. We had matured a lot more after a large part of our relationship before that. So we moved in together a couple years after, I think around maybe the age of 26, 27. We lived together for about, I think, three years before we got engaged, which I got into in my last episode. Um, 
But the moral of the story is that we went through hell and back again and again throughout the years we've been together. And a lot of that took place in our younger years because, like I said, we grew up together. We learned and experienced everything together. So I couldn't expect us to have a flawless relationship when we started as kids, basically. And then we went through the growing pains of adulthood together. So sure, we changed and we thought we wanted different things, but we couldn't stay away and our hearts were with each other no matter what we went through. There was a lot of tension, a lot of fighting and pain, but we decided not to walk away and try to make it better. Some would say that if they were with someone who caused them so much pain, they would never stay even for a moment. But I guess I don't really believe in that. I mean, my philosophy is that anything worth having doesn't come easy. And if you want to test the waters and build resiliency in any situation, you will be walking through some fires first. And that's pretty much what my life has been like. Um, we definitely did that. We were a part of each other's major occasions in our lives and we shared a lot together. That's why I feel like our history is based on like a 90s R&B song <laughs> because a lot of those songs are about complicated but passionate relationships where the man or the woman just can't give up and won't walk away because they have so much love, history and passion between them. And I feel like in this generation it's more about wanting the benefits right away keeping the standards super, super high and not accepting or tolerating anything that may be problematic. And I guess I sort of believe more in the quotes that like, for example, Bob Marley had said that if she's amazing, she won't be easy. If she's easy, she won't be amazing. If she's worth it, you won't give up. And if you give up, you're not worthy. And also, this is not to go against any other people's beliefs or way of doing things. Of course, to each their own, right? So some will just not stand for anything or anyone that makes them go through tough waters, and that's okay. But I can definitely see that the pattern in behaviors and relationships from the 90s and the 2000s are really different from now. So because I wasn't the only one in a long-term relationship, a lot of people I knew, um, friends of mine actually, would be in the same kind of long-term Thing and try to stick it through, even during the worst times. I just feel like there was more faith, more perseverance, more compassion, more forgiveness. Like people just didn't give up easily, you know? Um, these days it feels like there's less and less of that and people's expectations are through the roof. Um, we're all human. We are all full of flaws and bad habits. You know, it's a matter of acceptance, willingness to change, and the love we carry. My husband and I are far from a fairy tale story. I'm pretty sure you can see that, but we still go through tough times, especially with kids in the picture, which has made us stand through the worst tests of all time. Um, but would I want to have this experience with anyone else in my life? Definitely not. Looking back in retrospect, he has been a great protector, supporter, motivator, and believer in me and truly cares about my happiness and well-being. Um, I can definitely see that. And even though I've had feelings of giving up, running away and throwing in the towel many, many times, and not just me, him too, you know, I always saw that the good outweighs the bad. And I think that's pretty much what has kept us going. Um, so I'm going to end it off here with another quote by Bob Marley and say that the truth is everyone is going to hurt you. You just got to find the ones worth suffering for.
So, yeah, that's that. Thank you all for listening and tuning in. I hope I resonated with some of you out there. And please follow me at Mom of Three and on Apple Podcasts and Instagram. I would also love and appreciate if you would leave me a review on my podcast here if you can. Um, Yeah, and that's it. So until next time, guys. Bye.